Hey, group, this is the Son of Gold, and you're listening to the Secret Lair Drive-In. <laughs> Welcome to the Secret Lair Drive-In with your hosts, D-Dub and Stratosphere. The Secret Lair Drive-In is dedicated to bringing you the finest in B-movie entertainment news and reviews. And now, on with the show. Target within range, sir. Ready to fire. I knew that tuna head wasn't up to much. Next. Welcome to the Secret Lair Drive-In. I am your host, D-Dub. And across... Well, I forgot to say Fearless Leader. Oh, well. They all know They all know you're the Fearless Leader. And across, That's why you're fearless. And across... Yeah, working without a net. Uh, or Frankie, for that matter. And across the way back 
machine for me, making all the comments, trying to get me to laugh, is my co-host. Yes, every week. Is my co-host, Stratosphere. Hi, kids. How's it going? Okay, before we get into this week's film, I would just like to thank everyone out there that's listening. Our recent broadcast of the Rebirth of Mothra episode has actually hit new heights in in downloads. Do tell. Um, yeah, we've had about six gigs worth of downloads on that baby. Wow. And uh, the numbers are really looking promising. Let's hope we're... Uh, yeah, keep it going. Keep, keep it rolling. Keep Yeah, keep it going and uh, you know, share us with your friends. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, how could they do that? Well, now this brings up an interesting subject because uh, we all... Other podcast. Huh? That's for the other podcast. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, basically they can get a hold of us at secretlayerpodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, or um, secretlayerpodcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Um, and we just recently started a Facebook group for that. It's an open group. Hunt us down and uh, hop on there. And Most of the people from uh, the other group have uh, joined in, so uh, we're always looking for uh, any kind of feedback. And, and we, we, we've we proven on a, a number of occasions we will take uh, negative feedback if, uh, if that's, that's how we make the show better. Yep, and uh, we're trying to get some discussions going over there. Um, and as we see more people on there, we'll be, uh, more than happy to really ramp that up. But anyway, what is this week's cinematic masterpiece? Okay, well, in keeping with our alternating between kaiju and non, um, this week we are going with the 2004 classic, and, and at the time it was sort of an end of an era, Godzilla. Final Wars. That's right. This was actually the last, and as it stands right now, is still the last of the Toho Godzillas. Uh, well, that's true, because the the G2014, as everyone seems to be calling it, uh, is technically an American production. Although I read uh, that Toho has seen an advanced copy, and they are thrilled. They're loving what what the new one is. So really, I I, thankful, I think I think we might have gained their respect back after '98. Well, <laughs> there was no place to go but up. After it was a pretty low bar, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I keep thinking of John Gilgood in uh, Arthur. You purchased me a choo choo. I'm most pleased. <laughs> but anyway, as with if I, should, all, if I should die, please remove this hat. This is not how I wish to be remembered. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Usually on these, the best place to start would be... The the Plot! plot. In 2004, endless warfare and environmental pollution has resulted in dangerous kaiju, and the Earth Defense Force, or the EDF, is created to protect the planet. The organization is equipped with the best technology, weapons, and soldiers, as well as mutants with special abilities. Sounds like the plot of X-Men so far. Well, you know, a little bit like Power Rangers. It seems like their abilities is they can jump and they can blow up. Yes. But you forgot the prologue scene. I forgot the prologue the scene. The prologue scene where they're fighting Godzilla. Wait, no, 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 wait. There's a prologue scene where they're fighting Godzilla at the South Pole. Okay. Or somewhere where it's really cold and there's right. lots of ice. And an earthquake makes him fall into the into the ice and snow. And they fire off these missiles and basically encase him. Oh, okay. Then, we well, they've they've done the him the Godzilla frozen in ice thing like 
on several occasions, so right. that, that's but, kind of an old trope at this point. Well, this one really comes into play later in the film. But continue. Okay. Oh, th- this is the prologue, actually. The EDF's uh, best combat vehicle, the Gotengo, corners Godzilla at the South Pole and buries him under the Antarctic ice spirit, freezing him alive. Now, the Gotengo is actually from another Toho film. What would that be? I think it's I killing me. It's killing me. I I had it on the tip of my tongue. Is it the uh, one from Destroy All Monsters? No, no, no. This was uh, completely different. And I know everybody that's out. Everybody's out there listening. Both See, of you. You're you're baiting you're them. Scream, you're you're, you're baiting them. You're trying to get them to participate. And well, I applaud you for that. Well, I am a master. This is true. Anyway, uh, forty. I years was just pausing to let that sink in. <laughs> he did what? Forty years later, the EDF discovers a mummified space monster. The mutant soldier Shinichi Ozaki and the United Nations biologist Dr. Miyuki Otanashi are sent to research it. Shortly thereafter, the two encounter the Shobijin, fairies of the guardian monster Mothra, who reveal that the monster is Gigan, an alien cyborg sent to destroy Earth 12,000 years earlier. You know what's great about this movie? They don't give a flying fig about any kind of continuity. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I first saw it years ago. I'm like, okay, this. I, I at that point I hadn't seen hardly any of the more modern ones, but I was like, what universe does this take place in? Because this just like is totally all over the map. Um, just trying to do the all things to all people card, man. Yeah, if they were going to go out, they are going to go out on top. They also warned that a battle between good and evil will happen soon, and that Ozaki, because of his mutant capabilities, must choose between the two. Suddenly, kaiju appear in major cities. The EDF attempts to drive them away. The monsters include Anguirus in Shanghai, Rodan in New York City, King Caesar in Okinawa, Kamakuras... They woke him up long enough to play, huh? Kamakuras in... That's the giant spider, folks. No, that's the... Um, Kamakuras. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's the... Kamanga? Yeah, Kamanga or Spiga is is okay. the... Uh, Kamakuras is the one that looks sort of like a praying uh, mantis. Okay, okay. A little bit. It, they're both just too close together. Yeah. Kamanga in Arizona, Zilla in Sydney, and Ibira, or the, the sea monster, near Tokyo. <laughs> Despite defeating Ibira, the ED- yes, one of the few times the the uh, the humans actually the human use- race actually take out a kaiju. Um, despite that, the EDF is unsuccessful in defeating the monsters. After destroying most of the cities, the monsters vanish, and an enormous alien mothership appears over Tokyo. The aliens, known as Exians, Exians, says Exilians, say that they are friendly. And have eliminated the monsters. I'm just trying to say, just call them Exians. And Exians, okay. Good. I'm good with that. They also warned the Earth about an impending asteroid called Gorath that will impact soon. That's the name of the movie with Katengo. Gorath. That's it. And I, if I'm wrong, everybody's out there screaming. And, I'm sorry. And, I, and I'm going to use our soon-to-be-patented catchphrase, didn't see it. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> That's how we roll. We don't have to see it to quote it. <laughs> All right. I'm putting the pen down now. <laughs> what have you doodled? 
Um, because of their seemingly friendly nature, the UN is disbanded, and the Space Nations, an alliance to unite the universe, is organized. That's right. And, you know, the gentleman that plays the um, Secretary General of... Right. He's actually appeared in quite a few other kaiju films. Okay, I would believe he that. Was in, um, he was in uh, Monster Zero. Okay. And that's the one I remember him most from. Again, once again, quite a few uh, of the old uh, Toho players show up. Uh, I definitely got that sense when, when watching it that they they weren't sure if this was going to be the last one for a while or not. So they decided to kind of, okay, let's get everybody. The fact that they threw Zilla in there means that, oh, yeah. that, that they like, were like... Um, in the beginning, when they froze Godzilla, now Zilla, uh, not not that I'm okay. in any way, Zilla's only seen like on a computer screen, right? They don't they don't actually. No, they actually fight in Sydney. They the actually show fight, them fighting. Yeah, the whole fight takes like twenty seconds. Oh, okay. But okay. Um, in the beginning, when they freeze Godzilla, the captain and his um, first mate or whatever, mm-hmm. they've appeared in other films. In fact, I think I mentioned once before. There's this one character who. He's like a general's aide, then he's a general, and eventually he becomes a prime minister. Oh, okay, yeah, you've spoken he's of like, that before. He, he's the captain on there, Okay, and I've seen the other guy in there. And you know who else makes an appearance in this film? Gumi Mizuno? Yeah, that's right. All right. And I guessed it, too, so yay me. Um, well, how could you... How could you just, just from just from the... the uh, Enthusiasm? The, the, the wicked grin on your face was more what I was going to go with. But. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Ozaki Miyuki Douglas Gordon, the Gotengo's captain, and several others distrust the aliens. Using research and undercover work, they discover that the Exians are actually the ones who unleash the kaiju. Duh. Well, you know, the funny thing, the captain of the Gotengo, yeah. I mean, earlier on, he di- he disobeyed orders and got thrown into jail. You know, the mm. cliche there. But the guy that plays him, Don Fry, yeah. he's like an ultimate fighter. Oh, really? Yes, he is. Never followed that type of thing, but... Neither did I. I looked him up because he looked familiar to me. Okay. And turns out he was familiar to me because I had seen the movie before. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> they, um, I, he, he, he spends a lot of the movie looking constipated. But another, another fun fact, I, watch, I actually watched this movie with Japanese, with the English subtitles. Oh, okay. Unusual for you, very much. Well, I, I mean, I, 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 I had it on my phone, and I was watching it on my phone, okay, rather than watching it on a big thing. But uh, it's another one of those cases. Everybody else is speaking Japanese, and he's speaking English, and they didn't even dub I, him. You know, they've done that with um, what's what's the other guy's name? The, well, I did with Russ Hamblin and Nick no, Adams and Nick Adams. Yeah, all all the ones he did, they do that. It's like that's got to be like. Really well, hard I, to act that way when, you know, well, he doesn't have to do that. So we must have to do the. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to do as as much acting as just like I said, stand there and look. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't have a lot of scenes, but um, you know what I mean. Well, uh, time for Operation Final War. It has come to our attention. No, sorry, I just saw Major League the other time. Oh, I was I keep wanting you. to watch it again. Uh, it has come to our attention that the media in this town feels we would be doing everyone a big service if we just went out back and shot ourselves. Yeah, uh, they they were running it on um, 
I think Showtime or something like okay. that. And I was pointing out to my wife, I said, you've got to hear Rob do this one of these days. <laughs> Anywho. Go ahead. Uh, they use, okay, they discovered that the Exians are the ones that actually unleash the kaiju, and they also replace several members of the EDF with android duplicates. They plan on subjugating humanity to harvest their mitochondria for food. Well, I guess, and this all predates Metachlorians. Yeah. <laughs> the Exians are exposed on television. Opposed to the Exians' commander's decision to subtly subtly take over earth his subordinate the regulator named x and by the way the gentleman that played the commander not x but the yeah he was on uh, monster zero also okay. he was the controller oh all right mm. very good uh, this is very loosely this is very loosely um monster zero type thing or something like that yeah but it's it's Again, it comes across as, okay, it, it's sort of a... Because, okay, what, what year did this come out? This was 2004. Okay, so this was 50th anniversary of uh, yep. the original Godzilla. So I think if... The, the one thing I had read was that they were looking to do something that was kind of what they're doing now, a real celebration of the whole thing. So okay. let's get the whole gang, let's get the band back together type of thing. I can see that. So the regulator named X kills the commander and assumes control of Earth's mutants, except for Ozaki. The kaiju are again released in Earth's major cities. Release the kaiju! <laughs> I would love to be able to say those words one day. Ozaki, Miyuki, Gordon, and others flee to their secret facility, and the EDF is defeated. On Mount Fuji, a hunter, Salmon Taguchi... Or Sam Saman? I don't know. I don't think did they ever even say what the dude's name was. I'm just saying what it says here. And his grandson Kenta discover Manila, or Minya. Minya, Minya. I forget. Do they do they pronounce? How do they pronounce it in there? I don't. I don't care. I'll just be up front. I don't care. All, all I, know, I don't care. I don't care. All I know is in re- in retrospect, he sounds care. like. Um, uh, Patrick Starfish from from SpongeBob. <laughs> My dad is pretty cool. <laughs> you should learn to stand up to bullies. Godzilla says I have to learn to fight my own battles. Why does he sound like one of the Pile Brothers or something? <laughs> like I said, he sounds like Patrick Starfish from SpongeBob, and that's that's in retrospect because that thing came out years later. Oh, God, wouldn't that be weird if the producers of Spongebob actually based his voice on Mina? Well, but the, the, that would actually make but sense. But the dude that it, did the voice, Bill Fogerbach, I want to say. Oh, that's who does the voice yeah. of Patrick? Oh, my God. You know, Dauber from Yeah. Coach. He also played um, Tom Cullen uh, in the miniseries of The Stand, Stephen King. Mantra time. Didn't, Didn't see it. it. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Anywho, anyway. Mystery solved. See, even we can learn something on this show. That's, what's, that's the beauty of this show. It's it's just... We use an audio blackboard. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Gordon... Per- Where am I? Okay, they discover Minya. They are successful in keeping a low profile and hiding from the Exian's assault. Gordon proposes freeing Godzilla to allow the dinosaur to defeat the other kaiju. Using Operation Final War. Go ahead. Using the Katengo, the EDF goes to Antarctica, 
while being chased by Gigan. After Godzilla is released from his hibernation, he kills Gigan and follows the Gatengo. You know, it's very interesting. Um, the scene leading up to that, they have the two guys that are stationed there, just basically right. keeping eye. And, you know, they're they're uh, pretty much, well, you know, world's over, we're here by ourselves. But the music is playing in the background. Mm-hmm. is actually from an earlier Godzilla movie. It's like, dun, 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 dun. You know, it's just some kind of uh, weird fight music they used in hmm. one of them. Main music I remember is like what what they refer to as the Godzilla March. Okay, and it, it's they start. It was from the original 1954, but yeah, yeah, and it just it, it they keep playing it. It they do this weird thing musically where it seems like it's playing slower and slower all the time because it okay. changes keys, and it's a really neat effect because it it, it really in my opinion, it has always captured, like, the... the Godzilla is scarier when he moves slower. I think we've, we've kind of talked about this a little bit. Yeah, I think so. He just you looks know, silly if he moves fast. Well, in Godzilla Raids, again, we talked about that the fact that they forgot to do the, the slow-mo thing. Yeah. So it just... It looks like two guys in rubber suits. But especially going back to 54, but when they show him and he's just... It looks like he's so freaking big, it, it almost hurts to move. That's when he's scary, because it's like... Well, you know, it did hurt to move, because the, the uh, outfit was so... They, it was the first one they ever did, so it was so stiff. Oh, yeah. You could barely move in it. Oh, I think, think the thing weighed like 500 pounds or something like well, that. Well, whatever it was. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. The Gotengo returns to Tokyo, hoping Godzilla will unwittingly defeat the Exians. The Exians send the controlled kaiju after Godzilla, but he defeats them in short battles. Yes, and I have to admit these monster battles. You think back to some of the some of the films where it took Godzilla a long time to knock some of them out, well, and here it's just like bam, bam, bam. But but okay. he he had a chance to rest while he was all iced over. So, but the the other thing he was thing, alert. He felt good about himself. You know, fastball was popping. Yeah, um, but you know the thing that got me just. Figuring geographically where all these monsters were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How does he get there? Well, so, not just not just that, but that's a hell of a thing. You know, Arizona desert after okay, New Zealand and Australia. Right. You can kind of see those two because they're fairly close to the mm-hmm. South Pole. But you know where the other monsters were. Okay, they did the uh, big fighting in the sand pit or whatever with um, who was it? It was Angerus and Rodan and King Caesar. Okay. Where at one point they almost do like this soccer match thing. But um, the spider, which I'm not even going to try to think, um, he was in the Arizona desert. And mm-hmm. There's no reason to go to the Arizona desert if you're going from the South Pole to Tokyo. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> well, I mean... It, just a thought that occurred to me. It's one of those things, just... Kind of go with it, because because if, I would admit it's probably pointless to to have it, um, the the commander or whoever there in the first place. But once you've introduced him, you have to have the battle because otherwise you're going to have all the continuity nuts like us being like, wait a minute, what happened to him? Anywho, while all the other kaiju are presumably killed, Godzilla apologizes to Angiris, Rotan, and King Caesar for for beating the other one. I don't remember that at all. He basically uh, beat us not out of and moved on. 
Yeah, but he he managed. I guess they managed to break them free from their controls. Is what he does. They were all laying in a pile when he left. Well, they're not attacking him anymore, so yay. Hey, sorry I kicked your ass big time. It really, really sorry. hurt. Really hurt me that he, that he had to beat Angiris because you know that that's his bro. Yeah, I almost bought an Angiris at. Uh, that's that's my next one. I'm getting. That's what I'm asking for for Christmas. I decided. Well, I saw it. I just what they wanted for it. I was not willing to pay. Well, last year I got I got um, Millennium Gamera. Oh, okay. They got it from that uh, KingKaiju.com. Gotcha. And but th- this year, I got the 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 collection of eight. So I, I technically have an Angiris, but he's like really really small. I want a full size. You want one that's in scale with everything else. Yes, basically. All right. Okay. And I and I think I'm allowed to ask for that. Uh, so the Gotenko and Godzilla arrive at Tokyo, whereupon the Gotenko enters the mothership. During the battle, Ozaki's friend Kazama destroys the mothership shield generator at the cost of his own life. Meanwhile, the asteroid Gorath strikes Godzilla. <coughs> Monster X materializes. That would be Ghidorah, right? Yeah, but okay, he, just, color... he just... He's a transformer. <laughs> uh, uh, well, technically, once all his battling's going on, he becomes Kaiser Ghidorah. Oh, Okay. Because there's this whole thing about how so many of the mutants, a very small percentage, aren't just mutants, they're what they call Kaiza. Oh, okay. Alright, I'll roll with it. Uh, Gigan, who has now been upgraded from dead, <laughs> aids Monster X, but Mothra arrives to engage... Not in... T- t- not in... His intelligence wasn't upgraded at all. It just is upgraded, and I'm like, wait a minute, he, he they said before they killed him. Um, oh, okay, yeah, Osaki is revealed to be a Kaiser, an all-powerful being capable of controlling Earth. Deciding to stay with the humans, Ozaki fights the Exian Regulator, who is also a Kaiser. After an extended battle, the humans are victorious and flee the mothership's destruction. During the battle, Gigan hits Mothra with a laser beam, a frickin' laser beam, <laughs> causing her to be engulfed in flames. However, Mothra is able to kill Gigan with a kamikaze-style attack. Hang on, I he had these he had like these throwing stars or these buzz saws that he shot out. Okay. Oh yeah, okay, and, I remember that. And he shot him at Mothra, and Mothra dodged out of the way. Yeah, and then. They kind of swung around like boomerangs, and he cut his own head off, basically. They came back and zing, zing. I'm trying to remember if that was the upgraded <laughs> upgraded guy again or the other one. It's just one of those, wah, wah. <laughs> so that looked a lot better in my head. One of those type of things. Okay, with Gigan and Mothra dead, Godzilla continues to battle with Monster X, who mutates into Kaiser Ghidorah. Kaiser Ghidorah initially has an advantage over Godzilla using lightning to overpower him. And it drains Godzilla's power through its teeth? Is that? He sinks sinks his teeth into Godzilla and just starts draining his energy. Ah, okay. Um, Ozaki aids Godzilla by transforming some of his Kaiser powers over to the monster and Godzilla prevails over Ghidorah. Yeah, he shoots it right through this thing from the Gotengo. Okay. Uh, he then turns to attack the Gatengo, but a much larger Minya arrives, along with the hunter and his grandson. 
and blocks his father from harming the humans, which causes Godzilla to realize that he must forgive mankind. Survivors watch as Godzilla and Minya head back to the ocean as Godzilla turns out and lets out one final roar. And during the credits, we see that Mothra actually is still alive as she is seen flying back to Infant Island. You know, I have to admit, they crammed an awful lot of stuff into this movie. Uh, they did, but given the historical context, I can kind of see why. Well, I'm not even just talking about the kaiju fights. I'm talking... It was just bam, 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 you know, human fighting and this and that. And just, mm. Lots of stuff going on. Just, it almost never let up. Like I said, I what I like what I liked about it was uh, the fact that it was really the first of the of the modern era stuff that I had seen outside of um, the Gamera uh, reboot oh, series. Okay. But as far as the the Godzilla series, it was it really once once I started getting back into it, it was the first one I had seen, and I was actually kind of pleased at how they had. To, to use the actual term, had had kind of upgraded the special effects. They, okay. Um, I felt they were. It was appropriate for the technology at the time. Admittedly, this was ten years ago, but it seemed less like guys in rubber suits and and puppets, and it seemed more. Well, I don't, yeah. don't want to say realistic, but it seemed a lot more like okay. This this is what it should look like. Well, uh, I believe that Zilla, although I keep wanting to call him Gino, is, uh, I think he's all CG. But that fight in particular was great. 20 seconds and done. Yeah. Blew him up into Sydney Opera I hit your face, you hit the ground. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, But, uh, it's, I, I, I thought it was a decent film. Oh, it was very entertaining. I've probably seen it. It, it did have, the, as you put it, you know, it it kind of had that that kitchen sink quality to it. But I believe that kind of plays in its favor. I I I would have to agree with that, sure. Yeah. Um, not a. Ho- I don't really have a whole lot more to add to that. Aside from it was nice seeing a lot of the old players showing up again. You know, I would agree. If, Especially uh, if you if you followed it for a while. You know, if, if, yeah. if you're if you're fans of the original series, it's uh, it's a nice little shout out. Yeah, which I understand that um, I believe his name is Tanaka is supposed to actually be in G two twenty four. Oh, really? Yes, he is. Okay. I, I I don't know how big his part's going to be. Probably not much of anything, but hmm. he is supposed to be in there. I will be looking forward to that because uh, again, like I said, I I had read that uh, Toho had gotten a. a advanced copy of it and they're they're just over the moon over this thing so it's going to be it, it it seems like it's going to be worthy of of being as you know part of the pantheon so to speak well let's just see what happens I mean, I with the public i mean we're going to see it anyway I, I, on the one hand i don't care if it makes any money just because i feel they're doing it right but on the other hand i hope it does make money because sequel <laughs> franchise there you go Okay, got any other final thoughts before we get into our rating for this thing? Uh, final thoughts on Final Wars? Uh, no, I think we covered it. Like I said, awful. Uh, the the plot actually took up most of it because there, as you pointed out, so much going on. 
I mean, it's it's like there really there's not much breathing room in this movie. Action, action, two minute scene with no action, more action. Yeah, I mean, you've got motorcycle chases and cars going over and humans fighting kaiju and kaiju fighting kaiju and just, well, and oh they they've done it before. I mean, uh, I mean, if 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 that is a complaint. You're, I'm not saying it is, but if you're complaining about that, you can make the exact same uh, uh, claim about, say, Godzilla versus Megalon. But there, it's spaced out a little more. You have. Oh, I wasn't complaining. Mainly, it's just uh, it's one of those cases where the boring human stuff didn't get in the way. Well, yeah. If you're if you're up for the brawls, then yeah. I, 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 what else do you watch them for, right? <laughs> yeah, and you read Playboy for the articles. <laughs> God, I haven't looked at that in years. I know. But anyway. Anyway. How would you rate this one? Uh, I would rate this one craptastic. Nice, nice, solid, middle craptastic. Wasn't wasn't my favorite movie of, of the official 28. I would say it's probably not even in, in my top five, but I would put it solidly in the middle of, of the pack. I would have to give it a craptastic plus just because it's such a spectacle. There's so much going on. You gotta see it. I, I would say it, it's yeah okay. I would I would agree. It's it's definitely it. it I don't know if, if you were putting them in order of preference, you know, to a, a, a someone who's new to the whole uh, thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't lead off with that, but I would. There's probably about five or six I would have someone watch first and then Final Wars would would fit right in there. Well, when you have short attention span theater or I don't know what do they call ADHD or whatever. Yeah. Um perfect movie for them. Well, well, okay. I I would agree with that point. Okay, with that being said, uh send us some feedback, tell us how great we are, give us your thoughts on this movie, suggest a movie. Uh, we do, do listen that. to suggestions. Yeah, right. Do that at secretlayerpodcast at gmail.com. And tell me, Strat, what is our film for next time? Well, we're gonna we're gonna break the mold a little bit because we we like to expand our horizons. Uh, it's actually breaking the mold, and it's kind of continuing a trend because we've been doing uh, kind of done several uh, culty uh, '70s movies lately. So, kind of keeping in line with that, we're gonna do something a little different. We're gonna do. Uh, the uh, Bruce Lee classic, Enter the Dragon. I'll tell you what, I am psyched and pumped for that one. As I am, too. It's uh, That's going to be a really good one. Okay, with that being said, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, whatever the thing is on I- Beyond, Beyond Pod, Pod for Android. Uh, and, of course, if you're a Windows Phone listener, you can subscribe to us through the Windows Phone store. And, and it all updates now, so... That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no more, what happened? <laughs> Why am I not getting my free service? <laughs> <laughs> and so, until next time, dear listeners, this is D-Dub. And Stratosphere. Saying, go watch a B-movie. And why? Because these movies won't watch themselves. Later, folks. Bye, kids. Please remember to replace the speaker on the post when you leave the theater.